This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. We made it. Where each week, we (laughs) share stories about how stepping out boldly Always leads to better than expected outcomes. It sure does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. That's right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my gosh. Look who's up uh, in the cockpit today. Yes. Someone. We got a gift from uh, Lori, my wife. Uh, yes. She found a bobblehead Jesus, but it's a cool one because he looks like almost like a cool. Uh, if, He's if, got like a, a manicured goatee type thing going on. So if you're watching you'd, on YouTube, I knew you'd appreciate that. Yeah, and if you haven't gone on to subscribe on the YouTube channel, please do. We're getting great, high quality, full episodes live from Chobo Studios. Plus, you get to see. Indy giving shockers or uh, hang loose signs from the control room, which brings us great delight. And you get to see our guests and all the stuff that we share. Um, and speaking of our fans, oh, thank yeah. you for your contributions on. Right. Uh, I guess I could take the sunglasses off now and get down to business. Here we go. Patreon uh, forward slash funniest thing. Yes. Um, your contributions to the show keep us running. And right, we really appreciate it. It helps us continue to get this message out. Right, and I, and you know what, we got a great message from Patreon. Yes, I knew you had something. Our Patreon contributor, Cat Hurst, referring to our last episode, best episode ever. So that, I believe that was the winning kick with Ken Fendrick. Yes, it was the winning kick. So many things I love about this episode. The song was the icing on the cake. Keep up the great work. Love you guys so much. From a proud member of the Funniest Thing Club and your very first Funniest Thing contributor, Kat Hurst. Oh, Thank that's you, right. Kat. Um, you know, we got another letter. Actually, we don't, I don't even need to read that. But we got a letter from someone on Patreon, too, and we wanted to make this clear, too. They said... That they weren't able to contribute at this time. They had been contributing. And we want to let you know that there's no no need to ever feel bad about that. You can just hop on. It's very easy. You know, uh, as soon as you um, un whatever, whatever, you hit the button to stop contributing. Yes, it's very easy if you ever would like to stop contributing to just... Go online through Patreon. They make it really yeah, you easy. Cancel it, and um, and that's fine. Where we we totally understand, and yeah. you could always come back and start contributing right. again. But in the meantime, yes, please let us know um, your name and you know, so we know because then we'll continue to pray for your prosperity. That's the main thing. Yes, exactly, exactly. So. Because, you know, God is the source and there's infinite channels, so we don't worry about that type of thing. But we want to just keep blessing everyone involved. So if you re- if you, uh, you want to request prayers for or anything to, that we read, we can recommend in terms of prosperity. Yes. And just, I mean, that's what this show is all about today. So should we uh, get ready? 
with no further ado. Well, I think what we could really say about today's show and what our fans are in for, I can sum it up in two words, Two Ed. words. That's gourmet. That's gourmet. That's correct. And today's show is called That's Gourmet with Carla McClellan. The truth is that we have an abundant and ever-increasing supply of all things good. The key to living abundantly is giving abundantly. The best way to start giving is to do so consciously. Start blessing now. Developing the habit of blessing your interactions, your place of employment, your thoughts, your body, your friends, your food, and everything else you can think of gets us all blessing our way through the day. No, wait. <laughs> gets. <laughs> ah. So... When you start doing all this blessing, sorry, you'll be thrilled. You'll with be the thrilled with the positive <laughs> results. <laughs> you know what? I work in. Uh, I'm a teacher, and I had this student I was working with yesterday did the same exact thing. I darn uh, the first time I, I, when reading a description, I skipped a whole line. So you do this stuff, this silly blessing stuff, proclaiming that's gourmet. You'll be thrilled with the positive results. On this episode, Daryl and Ed will get us all blessing our way throughout the day, exclaiming. That's gourmet. And during the second segment, Unity Minister Carla McClellan adds the ingredients for our best life with today's daily word, oneness. You know what? We should tell them how um, this episode came about last oh week, right after the show. You went yeah. to that fair. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Okay. So last week we completed doing a show. It's up. That's it's right. available now. If you're new listening to us, the name of last week's show is "The Winning Kick" with Ken Fendrick. Yes, or Ken Fendrock, which is his new nickname. Yeah, because he looks like uh, if Barney Rubble was a male model. If you imagine that, that's Ken Fendrick. Then his name would be Ken Fendrock. So uh, all right, <laughs> we get so much out of doing this show, which goes along with prosperity. You know. Yes. We firmly believe, Daryl and Ed, yes. that there are givers and takers in the world, and the givers are the ones that are having all, all the, the fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> why is this? Why is this show feeling more and more like Wayne's World? <laughs> <laughs> That's for me, baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, what I'm getting at is we love you, all you who listen, all you who watch, right. because we feel so good after doing this show and sharing all this stuff. We're high yeah. as kites. You know, we float right out of Chobo Studios. Right. And after the show, we went, you know, after we hung out for a while and. We had went our, our separate ways. We had our post-show meal. Yeah. I ended up going toward my neck of the woods, and Ed went towards his. Right. So uh, by my house, they were having a big fair, the Bologna Creek Fair, yeah, La, La Bologna. Bologna. Yeah. And it's the, you know, it's the town's fair. So yes, I thought, I'll go down there. Hot dog on a stick, if you like. Police yeah, all officers. that stuff. Yeah, police officers, you know, the Ferris wheel, the beer tent. Line dancing. So, um... I end up. I had this urge to go. I didn't know why, but I, we, I just said I'm going to go. So I go. There's parking. Well, it was you, easy. Uh, you didn't know why, but uh, you were blessing it. You were calling yes. that thing gourmet all week. You could not wait to go back. I know it made no sense. I folks, know. I was scratching my noodle a little bit, but I know better than to uh, question when Daryl gets on one of these intuitive like. 
Daryl's excited about the La Bayona Festival. That's what part of me. I go, just relax, just relax. Something good's going to come from it. So go on. Yeah, because normally I don't enjoy crowds. That's why I had saying this. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, I go to this thing. This is the thing. Never argue with a hunch, folks. That's right. They'll take you places far greater than reason would allow. That's Trust right. Trust me. That's right. So I get parking easy. I'm on the phone with Ed. He has, you know, he's like, oh, wow, let me know how it goes. I go walking in and I walk around and none of the things that I thought were part of my hunch happened. Right, right. But I ended up having this unexpected, incredibly positive talk with a chips, a female chips officer. Right. It was like talking to an old friend about my time at the Honolulu Police Department and all this. And then I'm on my way out. I go, well, that was enough. I guess that's why I came because that felt right. so good, you know? Right. So rather than wear out my hunch, I start leaving. All of a sudden, the guy goes, hey. And I didn't recognize this young, like, really good-looking hip guy. Yeah. And he goes, hey, it's me, man. And I'm like, whoa. And he takes his glass and he goes, I don't know if you remember me, but honey, come here. So he calls over his wife and his sister, how I found out later, his sister goes, this is the guy. This is the guy. And I'm like, what's going on? He goes, I'm from Delicious Pizza. We used to eat Delicious Pizza on a regular basis, sometimes before the show. Yeah, it's the name of a local uh, pizzeria. And he worked there. So his wife goes, what do you mean? This is the guy? Oh, my God. And he goes, yeah, this is the guy. Because this guy and his friend, meaning me and Ed, would go into the restaurant. He goes, no matter what would happen, you guys were always going, that's gourmet. <laughs> so his wife goes, oh, my God, we tease him so much meeting this guy, this cool kid, yeah. that all he ever does is like basically bless. We got this guy blessing his life yes. unintentionally because he's always blessing things. That's right. gourmet. Right. So that was I was so high. I go, oh, my God. So I talked to Ed and I go, that's the perfect title for a show. Who I'm the we... one who said that's the title oh, for the show. Then you said that's the title <laughs> for the show. And then I said, well, who do we have for the the guest? And he goes, Carla McClellan. I go, oh, my God, what a perfect sound. Yeah. That's gourmet with Carla McClellan. Yes. Yes. And then the next day we went to the Unity very of Santa Barbara day. to see Kathy Norman speak. And her topic it was all she, about blessing, mindfully blessing your food. Mindfully blessing her food. And she ended it with a um, a, a class or a group well, first activity. She said, remember, first she says, bon appetit. Yes. It was how she ended her. And I'm going, whoa, this yeah, is Julia already. Child. Yeah, yes. This is already crazy because we're already thinking that's gourmet. And her whole thing is about blessing your food, bon appetit. And then, they, then she said, and we have a great. There's a program going up at the uh, Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle, I think it was. Yeah, and we're going to this... start doing it. So let's watch the video. And the video is Gourmets for God. So we're like going, oh, my God. Yeah. It was just in, like downright incredible. So that's the way this stuff works. But that's gourmet is a great way of blessing everything. It's these silly things like saying no matter what's going on, if, like our student, my old student Lucas taught yes. me. And this has been written about yeah, it's Daryl's a book, in Break Out book of Your Box, which is out about now. About Lucas. Yeah. But it's a similar thing when – because Lucas would walk into a school he was, or a cafeteria. Remind him how old Lucas is. He was is. seven or eight years yeah, old at young, the time. A young metaphysician, ladies and That's gentlemen. That's right. And uh, he was in my class. 
and um, I do teach special education. So he's a, I get the most amazing little metaphysicians who don't fit into the regular, you know, well, with the like, typical. They're like the wizards from Hogwarts. Yeah, right. So we go, I go gather them up. But <laughs> the thing I learned from, we learned from Lucas was that he, first time he did it, he was walking into school. And mind you, I'm not like, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of schools myself. Public, like the, the way, the thinking that goes on there. It's not the most metaphysical like they're not teaching the, the most yeah. uplifting principles. Yeah, I think the word is it doesn't feel as in as enlightening as, as one it might could, like. as it could be, <laughs> as, as one might could. like. So, yeah. you know, so there's all these people coming into school and whatever the stressful, can potentially stressful beginning of the day. He walks in, he bucks his head back, he slaps the brick wall, and he goes, <laughs> "I love this place." Oh, and, my God. Uh, it changes everything, uh, Yeah, and then the same thing later on another day. We walk into the cafeteria, and it's a hot day, and, like, there's – I don't know. It's just, it doesn't have Grumpy the most festive lunch vibe. Ladies. Yeah, but he walks in. He puts his arms out, looks around. <laughs> I love this place. I told him, you must be the only person in the history of this, this room that's ever said that. But Daryl and I adopted it. Actually, there's a sign still at the Unity of the West Side that you had made yes. that says, I love this place. It's a great affirmation. And that's a similar thing with that's gourmet. If you bless it as gourmet, you bring out the gourmet qualities yes. in it. And because it's coming from this childlike place that overrides irrational thinking, yes. it, you it's amazing how it just kicks us into joy. It sure does. Yeah, I mean, it really is the recipe for an amazing day, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's a lot better than what we used to cook up. A That's rest, right. A recipe for oh disaster. Oh, my gosh, you're not kidding. So let's do the breast Oh, together. yeah, we got three breasts. We have the recipe for an amazing day right here. You ready? Yeah. Let's go. Uh, <sighs> the recipe for an amazing day is to add a dash of that's gourmet. Ah. The recipe for an amazing day is to add a dash of that's gourmet. Ah. <laughs> the recipe, recipe for, for an amazing, amazing day, day is to add a dash, dash of that's, that's gourmet. movement inspired by Salt Bay, Stephen Tom Thorpe, Stephen Tom Thorpe's favorite celebrity chef. Um, what did you want to say? Do you Are we going to dive into some readings here? Yeah, we got a lot of great readings. Should we start with uh, yes. Kathy Norman? That Speaking was... of Kathy Norman, she has a book out, Reverend Minister Kathy Norman, daughter of the great minister Nancy Norman. She is a minister at uh, Unity of Santa Barbara at the moment. Yes. She has a book called Sermon on the Mole Hill. We got ours off Amazon. It's really good. Uh, it's packed full of metaphysical truths. Um, and the reason why uh, I wanted to say this also, because it was just occurring to me, that God never stops being good. Life never stops being good. God never stops being generous. The good we seek is that never stops coming. So when, when we, even if we think we're tricking ourselves by saying that's gourmet, we're tricking ourselves into the truth. Yes. We're tricking ourselves out of the illusion of problems and into the truth. That's where that's. The things that we're sharing, and everyone shares them in a different way. We wear funny shirts, sunglasses. We have a crazy chief engineer in there. 
<laughs> but it's just principle. It doesn't matter. Well, That's the thing. That's w- it works because it's based on principles that you can apply in your life, and it doesn't matter. That's what the New Thought movement was really about, like when the film wars were getting started. People yes. were driving across the country, little pockets of people coming, like studying these same things, coming together. Coming back to life. And going, wow, this stuff's amazing. Well, it's really the meaning of resurrection and um, awakening is what we're saying. It's right. Meaning, like throughout the Bible and other spiritual teachers right there's always this this thing they're always saying wake up thou that sleepeth mm-hmm. wake up because yeah he wasn't dead he was just sleeping <laughs> the thing is like ed's saying this is good news meaning yeah. our good is always here and always accessible yes but most of the time we fall asleep to it that's right with our you know our negative commentary or the negative commentary of others that we pick up right but as so it's not about tricking ourselves into trying to get our hopes up. No, it's actually waking ourselves up. Right. And the best way to do, and the reason we like using silly affirmations. Right. Um, and this is backed up by Florence Scovel Shin. We didn't come up with this. Right. She says using silly, rhyming-like, childlike affirmations are the most effective because they slip past our critical reasoning mind right. who thinks, oh, that's silly. That's stupid. I'm not even going to bother right. touching that. But that's good, folks, because then it drops into the subconscious and wakes us up again. Like, whoa, wait a minute. What? What was I thinking that yeah. nonsense for? Holy that's cow. That's right. We call it, the, we call it uh, my district now the duck factory because – we're th- we've been feeling more and more like uh, what's that, that the story the that, ugly duckling the ugly duckling right so when you're a swan and you're around duck thinking they're like you might do swan things joyous things and the ducks are going hey yeah you're you're awfully loud and joyous for a duck you know you don't sound any you're a terrible duck or that's not going to work please stop that yeah but then you get amongst swans other people who are practicing these principles and they go yes I think the same thing. And and it's working. Oh, and all of a sudden, yes. instead of being a nuisance, or you become, you realize, wow, I'm I'm more attuned in tune with the good than than the people who are you know having serious faces who are quacking. T- yeah, who are quacking. So we yeah. are. We swans will, we, don't give a quack. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they don't give a duck. Swans don't give a duck. But when you're, but it's easy to fall. That's why we're saying we're waking ourselves up. To the truth. Right. We're waking ourselves up to the prosperity. We're not trying to convince ourselves of something that's not true or too good to be true. No, that's not the case at all. That's the good news. Right. And I mean, and it's not that ducks are better than swans are better than ducks. It's just a, a metaphor for life, which is. We have been conditioned to believe that we are something other than we are. Yes. And we are just remembering who we truly are. That's what these great truth, that's why they're called great truth teachers. And that's the truth that'll set us free. This week we heard a great Joel Osteen where he said, he recommended, remind God of his promises, of God's yes. promises to you. Yeah. But you do, said I shall yeah. not, I will always have and shall not want. That's right. You did, and and you kinda, told me the truth will set me free, yes. and, I, and it will. You know, you, so you said for the rest of my days I shall prosper. I've been using that, and it is amazing because it's a lot about you. Like we we recommend a morning routine, which yes. is wake up, read some inspiring words from another from other great truth teachers. If you go to DarylNed.com, there's a reading list. 
with books that we read on the show and in the morning. Then do some meditation. Relax into the stillness. Connect with your inner divinity, your I am oh. consciousness. And then write and speak some affirmative thoughts because once we need to plug in our creative mechanism of our word into this creative flow. It's one thing to listen to others, to prepare ourselves to do so, but lately on my way to work, I just reminding God of all the promises God made yes. to me. Whatever it takes, I'm just letting it out, and then it starts to really flow through me. Yeah. So by the time I get to school, I am a swan. You're wide awake. Yes, and I'm blessing the ducks, yes. and I love the ducks. Ha, 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 you're such a cute little duck. Yes. I don't have to worry about that because I'm a swan. Yeah, we're not... We're not being mean to the ducks yeah. or critical of the ducks. Now we can embrace the ducks for being ducks. Just be now we real because we realize who we are. You know, one last thing no, before you ahead. read that and uh, to share the importance of doing a morning routine. This is a healthy habit that I can't imagine doing without. Yes. And the guy who recommended to me, Mike Dugan, 36 years ago, said, right. you know, living life successfully is not about jumping out of bed and racing into your miserable day right if you can't wake up just seven minutes ten minutes earlier to be kind and loving to yourself there's nothing anyone can do to help you yeah and now science is catching up all the great spiritual teachers all recommend starting your day on the right foot meaning don't race around start your day with thinking thoughts that bring your mind back right to the positive stream of life Whatever morning readings you prefer. Right. Um, if you're looking for some, we have a reading list um, right. uh, on our DarylNed.com. Yes. But here's the thing, folks. Scientifically, in the last 20 or so, no, more than that, probably the last 50 years, um, it has been discovered scientifically that you are still in an alpha state for, uh, for several hours. Right. Um, upon waking up, going from the theta, which is asleep, to the beta, which is fully conscious. Right. And during that alpha state, it's crucial you're, you're mindful of what you're telling yourself and what you're thinking about. Because that is when your subconscious is most receptive right. to accepting these ideas and thoughts about your right. life, your day, the people around you. So this is just more reassurance that this stuff isn't just a nice, fun thing to do or a silly thing that Daryl and Ed do. This is science finally catching up to these spiritual ideas that this stuff, this simple little routine in the morning can transform your life in a relatively short time once you start it getting It will transform your life. Yes, and then we'll continue to do so. Today, I can't imagine not doing a morning Same. routine. Oh, yeah, no I, way. I no matter where we are in the yeah. world or what's going yeah, on. Yeah, when we travel, I've always done it this way because it's it starts as a decree for all of us. We're going to get into that habit. But once you start getting the results, even the just the results of how good you feel during as you're doing it. Right. And then the good you feel looking forward to your day, which I never did, but also – the proof in your circumstances. You're going to be more attuned and more willing and confident, more attuned to hunches and more willing and confident to follow through on that. Right. And you're going to be calling your friends, and that's how we got the name of our show. Me and Ed are constantly calling each other and our friends saying, funniest thing, you're not going to believe what happened. That's right. And it's always funniest thing. 
X, Y, and Z. I affirmed. I looked forward with faith, meaning yeah. joyful expectation. Yeah, yeah. And then look what happened. Yeah. It's amazing. And we, it really opens I, – I find that the shift happens from – when I, f- I don't feel so good, and the shift really happens when I realize, oh, I'm not feeling good because I'm holding all my good inside. Yes. I'm resisting the releasing of like my inner splendor. I'm not yes. let- It's when that starts to flow out again. That's how I know I'm really, really in the flow. And you know, um, I the other day I went to school and I see this little girl and I've known her for a year, and I could tell she's like uh, she's standing away from her line. Oh yeah, and she's like breathing really shallow. And I had just done my morning routine, and I went up to her and I said. You're sensitive like me. Let's take a deep breath together. <sighs> and so we took that deep breath together. I said, ah. I said, and it was just because I do this myself. I just said, look, man, when we, when we get overwhelmed like we do when we come into this environment, yeah. we hold everything in. We got to breathe in and be yeah. powerful. You got to be powerful today. And she went about her day. Now yeah. every time we see each other, we get this knowing look. We take a deep breath together. And I even saw her running. She was up. another swan. She's another swan. I saw her running relay races in the school at, at PE, and she was the last person on the relay, and she could have smoked the girl in front of her. She was going so fast, and she slowed down. I could see she didn't want to – like, she let the other – and I, I ran up to her. I said, you could have won that race. You let her win. He's like, no. And I said, dude, you have a talent for uh, running, and it is good. For, you know, you can win. Don't you, feel ashamed. Let it out. You know, know. Just let that shine. You're amazing. I know that feeling. Yeah. I used to squash some of my smarts yeah. at school because I was afraid right. that I, I felt like I wouldn't be liked right. if I was smarter than the other kid. It was horrible. So I walked away, and a, a few minutes later, I went into the main office, and this girl is now leaving school a little early for something. Um, right. And she looked up to me. She said, I beat my uh, part. You know, I beat. I went. I ran she was fast. She true to I, herself. Yeah, she was so happy. Like that, so, someone, another swan yes. said, "Look, dude, you got to let that out. That's a gift. I, you know, that's something yeah. is good for you to let it out. You yeah. don't need to be embarrassed. You don't even know where it has. No, have to know where it came from or why. Just let it out." She was like beaming. It was amazing. You know, a lot of times we feel like frauds or ashamed. Yeah, and it's not because we're bad. It's because we abandon ourselves. Yeah, and we need people. Like it's so nice that there's. Right. At least one teacher in there yeah. who can see it, and then encourage the so, and then encourage a sol, um, the antidote for right. it. Well, it's because and another thing is, like the swans amongst us, we're not motivated by the the things that that school is often speaking about. Like we don't want anything to do with that. So yeah. it's like, what's the use? I'm not. I you don't, don't like duck food. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to like. Stand up in front of people and say, look at me, I'm better. Like, yeah, I never like that just, either. We, certain amongst people, and I think everyone really benefits from this, but certain people need it more than yeah. others, which is I just want to bring out my best, and I want it to be a teamwork thing, yes. not a better, not a competition yes. thing. I want it to be just sharing my gifts because it feels good to do so. All right, so the ninth commandment of money from Sermon on the Molehill says, you shall be a good receiver. Yes. The problem is not to get God force or the universe to give you anything. God has nothing to give you. The universe has nothing to give you. God has already given you everything. Right here, right now, you have everything you need. Yes. All that is required for you to be, for you, 
to be a good receiver. The practice, all that is required is for you to be a good receiver. The practice of receiving is one of the most powerful tools you can use to attract more prosperity. As you rise above thoughts of lack and limitation, pay close attention to your ability to receive whatever good comes your way. Call it gourmet, gifts, hand-me-downs, yeah. or anything else this that is, is offered gourmet. to you. Yes. Often we don't recognize prosperity in any other form than hard cash. You, yet by refusing the good that is offered... No matter how large or small, we block the very flow of prosperity that we are asking for. We send an energetic message to the universe about our unwillingness to receive. Every day, practice accepting all the good that comes your way. Receive and let the energy and resources that flow into your life fill you with intense joy, contentment, and gratitude. And again, that's Sermon on the Molehill from Kathy Jean Norman. Should we get a uh, ro- roll on to the yeah, break? Yeah, let's so roll on to the break so we can get our wonderful new guest. Yeah, on. coming up next, today's guest, the wonderful Unity Minister Carla McClellan, will join us to add the ingredients for our best life with today's daily word, oneness, and a whole lot more. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ann. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to That's Gourmet. The Unity Minister, Carla McClellan, who will be coming up in a couple minutes here. Carla McClellan was led to us. I really believe the spirit of her father kicked her uh, up the stairs into Funniest Thing, Chobo Studios, because uh, literally on a Thursday... I'm thinking, who is Foster McClellan? Because the book is so unique. We love it. Like, there's no other writer that writes in quite this way. Even yeah. the name of the book, Thoughts for a Friend, is unique. Thursday morning, I'm thinking, who is Foster McClellan? Because we've, we've learned so much about so many Unity teachers, but never. And on, it's a name that sounds like Colonel Sanders. It's yeah, like we a Civil War a, Admiral. Yeah, Civil, Civil War <laughs> Admiral. Two days later, we're talking to John Strickland, who happened to be his supervisor at one point. He recommended Carl McClellan like a, so three days or four days after meant wondering who is Foster McClellan. We got to speak. I got to speak with his daughter Carla on the phone, who's also an amazing minister. And so here we are. It was so crazy because as soon as she meant, as soon as John Strickland said, "Well, you should get in touch with his daughter," we were both like, "She's still alive." Right. Because we thought Foster McClellan was just like. Yeah, 1768. Yes, 1768. The height of his ministry. It was. Uh, Boy, were we wrong. But the amazing thing (laughs) is when you have these sincere interests and you ask something of the universe, the universe responds rather quickly. So let's hear what uh, Foster says. You know why I love this book? And it's I, I showed Carla before we started the show a picture of our good friend Stephen Bruni, who has actually spent some time in prison. Yeah, and so these are these are how wonderful Foster McClellan's writing are because it really is like the dad you wish you had, right? Saying nice things to you as a loving parent. There you go. That's yes. why I love it, and that's what these guys feel from. Yeah, it. 
And, right. you know, so he's he helping a, a lot swan. of people. He was definitely a swan. Yeah, because he speaks to those other swans who thought we were ducks and were behaving like ducks. Right, and uh, even Strickland said he wasn't the type of guy who was very forthcoming with information to most people. He just did things the way he did yes. things. Yes. And that's a very swan-like behavior. But, but John said, my only real job as supervisor was just to love him because he did such a wonderful job. And that's very swan-like. So, so now I'm going to let Foster McClellan speak for himself. And yeah. if you have the book, Thoughts for a Friend, it's still available. You can get it at Amazon. Um, it's, this one's called Speak of Goodness, which goes great with That's Gourmet. Words are a mighty power in our mouth. Words are the seeds that we plant in our garden, the world in which we live. Everything responds to the word. We know that words we speak can be used for good or evil. We know that the choice of words is up to us. So let's not speak just for the sake of speaking or for the sake of being heard. Let's speak of goodness and only good will take over in our life. It is important for us to remember that our words of goodness are not confined to prayer time. We are responsible for all our words. We will have to give account for them every moment of our day. They will be reflected in our life. Let's dedicate ourselves to the use of our words to form the type of person we are intended to be. We will watch our words, speak of goodness, and our life will respond accordingly. It's a law, a principle by which everyone lives, whether or not he is aware of it. Yes, yes. And that goes exactly with what Kathy Norman spoke about, which is really imbuing everything we do with our word and blessing it as good no matter what it is because another page uh foster said praise always works yes praise is closely related to prayer we can increase whatever we praise in fact the whole of creation responds to praise let's turn the power of praise upon whatever we wish to increase in our life that's gourmet we can praise ourselves from weakness to strength, from sickness to health, from poverty to riches, from ignorance to intelligence. Praise always works if yes. we persevere. Um, and he also says true prayer is a continual recognition that all is good. It's really simple, isn't it? But it is the truth. All is good for all is God. Let's go crazy. Let us go crazy. Wow. I mean, that's what's been transforming. I've been talking about my job and possibly wanting to move on from it, but into doing something different in public, you know, outside of maybe public education. But the main thing that's transforming is by me blessing it and getting out of this feeling that I have to do it. That's what's been killing me for I'll years. Being obligated. I thought I had to do yeah. it. This is like a family tradition. I better cling to I didn't even know that it was working because I thought I'm not like that, but I have been. I've been clinging to it out of fear. I like more of like a slave rather than going there to do something I love. But I'm transforming that part, and now it's starting to transform my whole experience of it. All right. So let's thank our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to Funniest Thing. Please tune in, subscribe to the YouTube page as well if you haven't. Um, Make comments. You can see uh, us, our guests, everything we're reading. It's just a whole lot of fun. Chobo Studios. um, And uh, so go there. But also you can catch the podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find podcasts. Just just uh, Google Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Yes. Um, if you want to send us something through the mail, Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. In fact, we got a little letter from Leslie Laird, a beautiful card with a horse on the front. I'm just going to read a little um, a little bit of it here. She said, Dear Daryl and Ed, I hope my note arrives to find all is well in your 
worlds. She yes. was going through something. She talked to you about a scam that involving money and yes, yeah, yeah like and she, uh, what do you call? Um, you know, uh, similar to what you experienced. Yeah, where someone just like identity th- yes, yes, or something. So something like that. But she's using these spiritual principles to move through that and actually be be. Uh, blessed by it in a yes, way. Yes, yes, yes. So she said, you had thanked a listener, viewer in a recent episode for a Starbucks gift card, inspired me to do the same. So we got, we've been using that. Thank you, Leslie. Truly beyond your laugh, Daryl, between your laugh, Daryl, and your radiant smile, Ed, one cannot help but be uplifted from your podcasts. I am still a few behind, but I will get caught up in the for next week or so. Thanks again for brightening the world for so many people through your zeal and enthusiasm and, up, and applying the unity new thought principles in your everyday lives. You all deserve a donut. Love to you, Lori and Mrs. B. That's from Leslie Laird. Thank you so much. We also got something from our good friend and our guest, who is um, Nancy Normand? Where's yes, the part where she? The letter's wrote it right down? here. Okay, so we got a letter. We got so much good stuff. You want to hold up the million dollar bills? We got center? two million dollars. Right. So we are even richer. Well, we were rich the moment we met Nancy Norman. She's yes, such an were. amazing minister. She said, "Daryl and Ed, when I served in um, when I served at the pulpit, well, I, in a pulpit ministry, I often had cards." Uh, printed to pass out as people left. Just found some of these. So yes, she sent those to us. Yeah, so, and it says, I would pass these along. Uh, thought I would pass these along. Blessings from Nancy. She has one here that says, the inexhaustible source of spirit is equal to every demand. There's no reality in lack. Abundance is here and now manifest, and that's Charles Fillmore. You got another that's one? Right. Oh, yeah. Swans don't believe in. She said there's lack. so much good stuff. What? Yeah, lack, This is my lack, be- lack, lack. Yeah. Lack, lack. That's for ducks. Yeah. That's Swans don't believe in lack. That's right. Here you go. What do you got there? This one I love from uh, Nancy Norman. I'm going to hold it up to the camera. It says, not to spoil the ending, but everything is going to be okay. <laughs> oh, isn't that the best? A few more shout outs. Sherry Knight uh, on YouTube from the Winning Kick said, So pumped to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. Oh, that's so right. excited. Wonderful show as usual. And then uh, that was for the Winning Kick and Kick Fear Off the Throne. She said, What a great episode. I really needed to hear this today. So thank you guys. Sending you love and light. Keep up the great work. The world needs more of Daryl and Ed. Kathy Jean Norman simply said, Oh, yeah. Angel Ripoli said, Great uh, Ripoli said, I love this name. Great name. stuff. I really appreciate you guys, your light and your energy. Keep shining brightly and promoting positivity and love. We want to thank Bruce Foster. He's a friend of ours. He's also uh, listens to the show, watches the show. He's been sending us wonderfully uplifting text messages. So thank you so much, Bruce. Check out our website, DarylNed.com, as we mentioned. We want to thank Chief Engineer. One of our chief engineers. He was actually um, built Unity Online Radio. He's That's still right. with us because we had to take him along for the ride. He actually, saved us he's when actually, Unity Online Radio yes. closed. So, so those who uh, contributed to the show via Patreon forward slash funniest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Comfort's now on our payroll right. to continue to make sure all our shows end up on the air so you yeah. can hear them without a glitch. And mm. we love Jeff Comfort. Comfort. Yeah, for for over 11 years. Each week. He's been taking us right into the comfort zone. We also want to thank Indy Fawcett, engineer over here at Chobo Studios. Yes. Thank you guys so much. And also the, the, the duck and the uh, swan uh, metaphor that you guys are talking about. I think it'd be interesting to mention swans just have an innate gracefulness to them. Right. Not that ducks aren't uh, uh, aren't good. 
It's just they kind of squawk around, but Swan's got that grace, baby. Yeah, yeah. so true, so true. And often, like, a, it's a silent grace, right? Yeah, because they don't speak. Right. Like, they don't, they don't need Quark. to. They don't yeah. honk often. That's why we need more wisdom in our schools and things, to be able to recognize the quiet ones in the back and, not, and recognize that still waters run deep. And I yes. think it kind of takes one to know one. And uh, so thank you for that, Indy. So if you want to hook up with Chobo Studios, ChoboStudios.com. They also have Pod Shuttle, which is uh, if you're doing a podcast or, or um, uh, a video podcast or whatever, they, you can send it to Indy and they'll edit it up into reels and things for yeah. YouTube and thank all that you. good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's PodShuttle.io. It's just the all digital. We, we give you an upload uh, uh, Dropbox and you can we'll make your reels. We'll, we'll put out your podcast. It's all fun. And it's been really helpful with the show lately. We've been getting a lot, a lot bigger reach by putting out reels and such. So thank you for that. Uh, shout out quickly to the prayer line, Silent Unity, 800-NOW-PRAY, yes. 800-669-7729. They also have an app, the letter U, the word pray. If you're having a f- trouble feeling like that's gourmet, it's, it's very helpful to have a prayer associate. Pray from that a God mind. That awareness of the perfection of life and of the perfection of each and every one of us. There's something about hearing someone pray from that place that makes it easier for me to let go of to whatever I'm receiving. Because remember, we're yes. either receiving and receptive to our good or we're, we're rejecting. Yes. And that's why it feels so bad. There's no there's no real in-between. No. So we want to be open and up, open up and become receptive to our good, and the, the silent unity is a great way to do that. They're actually not too far from where Carlin McClellan now sits, I believe. Are we ready? I'm ready. I've been ready. It is a great You're, honor. I yeah. was actually talking to Foster in my prayers, saying, all right, let this be a good one. Your daughter's on for crying out loud. And uh, we want to welcome an amazing minister, uh, Carla McClellan, to the show. How are you doing today, Carla? Oh, fantastic. It's gourmet listening to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> My life has changed forever. I thought I had one transformation. Now I'm, I'm on a different plane. Yeah. I'm at a different level, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's incredible to hear coming from you. I mean, we we discovered over the break that we actually were on Unity on Radio together for a while because you had a show there. Uh-huh. And I remember Jeff so well. Uh-huh. He kept me laughing in, in, in between shows. So yes. I'm glad he's found another place to land. Yeah, yes. me too. I know. We we just love Jeff, and uh, it's amazing how, you know, together we have grown our relationship. Um, we always like to ask, especially ministers who have been listening, because you're a professional, We would like, do you have any thoughts that have been bubbling up or things you wanted to share based on what you've been hearing Uh in the first segment? What I've been hearing is the synchronicity of life. You know, um, we say there's one presence and one power at work in the universe and in my life. And all I kept hearing from both of you is ways that um, I resonate with what you're sharing. I think life is all energy, and so it is vibration and frequency and the bandwidth, and we attract to us um, people that resonate on our same bandwidth. And I'm just, and I have to tell you how thrilled I am that you have dedicated so much of your life to special education children, Mm -hmm. because I had a daughter um, 
that that went through special education and a stepson and i know what a positive teacher the difference that made in my daughter's life mm. and in my stepson's life just to have somebody understand where you're coming from is miraculous um you know if we taught affirmation in school i think right. we can do it a lot better than yeah, what we're yeah. doing now i have a grandson who's fourth generation in unity and um, he does his little subtle ways of um, of doing things. I am a life coach as well as a minister. Mm. And um, so he's grown up listening to me coach people. Mm. And in sixth grade, he said to me, Nan, you know what I do? And I said, what do you do? He said, I am a career counselor for the other kids. Wow. <laughs> that is I awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And, you know, so so there's a thread that goes through all of our lives. The two stories you read from my dad um, uh, touched me greatly. And, and one I wanted to share today um, was um, on page 158, trust yourself. And this is one of the, my favorite sayings my dad said. Trust yourself. Create the kind of life that you will be happy to live with all of your life. Wow. Make the most of yourself by fanning the tiny inner sparks of possibility wow. into the flames of achievement. I mean, you know, I, I, the guy was, he was who taught me unconditional love. I mean, he just was a, a wonderful, wonderful daddy. I chose well. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. I wish I knew you before I got here. I would have chose a little better. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? It worked out perfect because I'm here, here sitting are. with you and Ed. So we all got to the same place eventually. Oh, it's all the same. Yeah. It's our, our soul's journey is imprinted, as Fillmore said. Um, within us, it's almost like a, uh, a blueprint um, of where the journey that we're on this lifetime. And then I believe um, we go on many other lifetimes afterwards, as, as he did believe in reincarnation. Um, uh, but I think that the, the message that I got from my father, he liked to call himself Saint Foster, by the way. What a wow. great name! <laughs> Wow, I'm loving it even more. Oh, man. And, and he and my mother ran the retreat program at Unity for 15 years. Wow. And, you know, so retreat guests would, would, you know, send them wonderful cards and messages and things. And this one woman had a crystal goblet made for St. Foster. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> I love having that. Right. That wow. But, um, uh, the, the one thing that he gave me that I totally, totally um, integrated into my whole being was trust the principles. Yes. The principles always work. Yes. Practice them, practice them, practice them. Don't judge them. Don't have an opinion about them. Don't have a conclusion about, well, this is, you know, because you start out by thinking, or I did, I thought my parents were crazy when they got into Unity. And, right. you know, I grew up in it. I was nine years old when they got into Unity. But, wow. you know, I was, I was kind of, what, what are you telling me here? Oh. But, but it made sense. Yes. Life did get better. Right. Didn't mean I wasn't going to face hardships. 
and go through challenging situations, but right. it meant I had something to hold on to as I went through those challenging situations. Yes. And now I do um, transitional work with churches, which there's a lot of transitions going on right now in Unity. And and I can speak from a real grounded, authentic voice of the principles always Yes. Work. Let's start there. Yes, yeah. thank you. We bring that you up know, a lot. Yes. There's no lack. That's for me. You know. Oh my I, God. My, yes. There's music to our ears. Yes. I um I had my 27 year old daughter died, um many years ago, uh, 15 years ago, and it was hard for me. You know, to how did this work with principles? Who the heck am I if I'm not right. her mother? You know, I'm a minister. How do I minister to people? All that, sure, you right. know, monkey mind chatter. Yeah, that of we course, all yes. We all have that. Um, uh, and I heard my dad's voice say, stick to the principles. He used to call me sis. Stick to the principles, six, sis, and go prove they work for others. Yes. Wow. And it, you know, it has, t it totally took me to a completely different place in life. But I, on my morning rituals, I used to get up in, in the morning after I'd done my, my prayers and the meditation and some reading, and I'd throw open the drapes and I'd say, I wonder what the universe is conspiring to bring to me that's good today. Yes. And go out with that attitude and you gather evidence. Yes. For what good can happen. Doesn't matter if there's problems in the world. There's right. always problems in the outer. Always. Yes. You know, but God is that p possibility for good that we all can tap into mm -hmm. anytime we shift from the negative to the positive. Right. Wow. Wow, indeed. I'm, I feel like I should go get that. Uh, what? Course in Miracles thinks it was perfect of what you just said. Just the one line. Yeah, you will grab it because yeah. I was uh, the other thing I was just enduring my morning routine today. I, you know, one of the things. This combination of Daryl's input, uh, just different meditations I've learned, uh, and I know John Strickland talked about it. I know Fillmore going through the different chakras and spending time. And for me, there's a, a, a somewhere I heard, and it rings true, that I picture like way above, you know, you got this crown chakra, this, you know, this Christ mind, but above, like I picture it like a halo above my right shoulder, but like in beyond time and space where it's just pure white light of spirit. And, and I spend time just recognizing that a majority of who I am is beyond time and space, beyond anything that's going on. And just by spending that time in there, it really helps me to realize, and that's then blessing the world from that yes, place. Yes, yes. And it's not until I shift the lens that I realize how much of what I thought was reality was just the way my lens was kind of focused at that moment. It's so powerful to be able to go into pure spirit and change that lens, like you said, Change rise it into. Above. Yeah. Rise above. Yeah, yeah. rise above. Yeah. That divine mind. Yeah. I mean, Eric Butterworth talks about that getting the highest view of life. And this is very, very real. It transforms everything because then I'm bringing this much needed divine perspective into everything I do during the day. Yeah, and I like how your, your dad and you adopted this idea when we go through these seemingly challenging situations and I reduce it to an Emmett Fox um, verse that he wrote 
that has helped me stick to the principles and change the situation which tends to feel so overwhelming into now an opportunity, which sounds crazy when you just hear it, but it's true. And it's this, you know, I can have my indignation or my demonstration, but I can't have both. And it kind of now, it kind of gives me the... I want to demonstrate. I want right. to show that this is going to. Yeah. I can prove that this these principles work. If I adhere to the, the way that I know they operate and keep mm. myself mindful of right. not allowing myself to just give in to self-pity, malice, or any of those other ideas that are going to get in the way of the demonstration. Right. And I like that in um, A Course in Miracles. I just happened upon this the other day. It's not a book we often read from, but lately I just flip it open to a page. And here's the good news, folks. God's will for you is perfect happiness. Why should you choose to go against his will? Because mm-hmm. I grew up almost like being miserable and having burdens was virtuous. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's yeah. a living hell, folks. That is not true. That's, that's insanity. Right. That's right. That's duck thinking. That's right. You so, know, I, I took the very first Course in Miracles class offered at Unity Village in 1982. Wow. wow. So, yeah, I am an old broad, okay. but <laughs> I am filled with enthusiasm. In yes. Theos, in God, all yes. things um, possible and when i get down into i think it's okay to have a pity party but set a timer yes yeah timer well we get to pity to each other and then we kick each other upstairs yeah. right that's yeah. right that's when right. my daughter died you know oh it i was bet yes very hard to yes right rise above that but what happened one morning in my meditation was I realized that paula lynn would not want her mother living a sad life that wasn't that was that wouldn't honor her yes or memory yes. it would make it sound oh like God. oh what a horrible you know and and wow. so i said i'm going to set an intention that every day i'm going to do something paula lynn howell would be proud of her mother for doing wow. and i have done that for the past 15 years it just keeps me connected with the spirit that i know is my living daughter you know right. we're all one wow. we all exist at the same time and wow. uh, you know it just it's constantly shifting wow. from what mind tells you which yes. is always tipped towards the negative to what what um uh, what the creative field of possibility yes. offers to us when we get beyond the rightness and wrongness, you know, yes. beyond judging, yes. beyond making their separation by making others the enemy. Oh, you know, so it takes one of the good things about living in the times we're living in now, guys, is it really takes us practicing the principles yeah. to stay in that yeah. up vibration and frequency yes. of knowing yes. it's all well. It's all well. But <laughs> yes. I, I like that. I like that because I get complacent when it's not this challenging. And this is when I tend to demonstrate right. most effectively when I like get laid off or when time seems like so divisive. And right. I think that's why unity succeeded so much during the first pandemic in the last century, during the first world war, during polio, uh, all these other diseases, no antibiotics, the right. Second World War, the Depression, right. is because 
we're backed up against the wall, and it was either I'm all in or I'm out. Right. And I like that. But listen to this. What you just said, you imagined your daughter's name is Paula Lynn. Mm-hmm. She could be saying this to you right now. This is from A Course in Miracles, and this is incredible what you just said, and you're not going to believe what I'm going to read. Okay? God asks you to be happy so the world can see how much he loves his son and wills no sorrow rises to abate his joy. You are God's messenger today. You bring his happiness to all you look upon, his peace to everyone who looks on you and sees his message in your happy face, mom. Yeah. I added the mom. (laughs) But that's it. Can you believe this? We don't plan this stuff. Wow. Well, I want to hear what you found out about Carla. Okay. What's going on on the, that I don't know about? <laughs> well, before we wrap up and tell oh, you that story, how about we read oh, this? The Daily Word. And i, I got to oh. say, do you know Michael Schoonover by chance, Carla McClellan? No. He's an amazing unity minister. He's in San Diego. We met him recently. We consider him part of the Guardians of the Galaxy team because he's an oddball like us. Yeah. But he lo- live, he's odd in that he is just so on fire about this this certain spirit in these teachings, the zeal, yes, the zeal, the importance of the and zeal. And the belief. Yes. And really yeah, buying into it. with him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah. would get along you, oh my gosh, perfectly. You definitely will. And um, so he sent this to us. He sends us uh, what he calls spiritual propaganda in the mail. That's another thing. He's a total old school unity head because he just makes copies of things and sends them to anyone who wants them. And he is just a historian, but he's not a historian for the sake of a museum or something. It's to live it and to feel that. Yeah, like so. uh, like we are. We love the old books because they and, seem to give you a kick right upstairs. Yeah. There's no wishy-washy. Yeah. It's kaboom. It's principle, not personality. Yes. It's beautiful. So that's it's who sent beautiful. us this daily word. So Can you read it for us today? Yes. Yes. I abide in a state of prayer knowing my oneness with Christ. Yes. Remember that you can pray regardless of where you may be or what the situation may be. No person or external thing can keep you from turning in thought to Christ and knowing your oneness with him. Learn to pray whether you need to do so or not. Let prayer be second nature with you. We pray when we realize our oneness with God and with the blessing we seek. Our prayer is answered when we get a clear realization that we are one with whatever we seek to bring into visibility to our life. The good you pray for becomes tangible to you when you enter the high consciousness in which you know that God is tangible to you. You are praying when you draw nearer and nearer to Christ in the realization that nothing separates you. You find that nothing can keep you from the good you desire. You find that all the blessings of Christ are yours when you pray. In the higher consciousness, no belief in separation can keep you from identifying yourself with Christ. And from 1 Corinthians 14, verse 15, I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. Wow. You know what? Can I sum that up in everyday English? Yeah. Because after reading that, this is what came to me for myself. And I shared it with Edward because we always need to – I need to be reminded of this too. So after reading that, I decided to give myself this idea, which is I sent it to you in a text. Yes. Stop thinking about the things you'd like to move away from 
and start thinking about the things you're moving towards. That's the oneness with God. And before we close and read the little story we got from somewhere from the archives about Carla, Mm -hmm. we created this new idea, which is uh, the Funniest Thing Club. Yeah, right, because we always go... You know, lately we toy around. Or what are you know? One minute we're like, we are ministers because everyone tells us we're ministers. This is our ministry. Yeah. And then another yeah. week, I'm thinking, what we really are is truth teachers because yes. that's what it is. It's principle, and so and sometimes that feels good. And then we learned about these clubs we talked about in our last show that existed in L.A. It was called like, the Good Morning Club. No, or something. yeah, the Friendship Club. The Friendship Club, and, and then Ed goes, that's what we are, the funniest thing club. Because it really, like it's that. just about people who practice the principle yes. at the end of the day and want to practice and are excited yes. by it more than anything else. So then Daryl came so, up with yeah, this. Yeah, so I came up with this. So listen, you might be a member of the Funniest Thing Club, Carla, and you don't realize it yet you Mm -hmm. have been for a long time and i'm going to tell you why because here's the definition if you want to be a member of a funniest thing club we're a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as god's ambassador of love as we consciously radiate love we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes if you're already living this way or strive to then you may consider yourself a member We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances as the result of living lovingly and expectantly. Yes. So I think Carl is a member. I think so. I'm I'm a charter member. Yes. Yes. You are definitely. We have a seat for you. And laughter is the way we know God. That's right. Yes. That's right. You are a member of the New Thought Guardians of the Galaxy for sure. (laughs) We will definitely connect with you and Michael. Yes. Do you know Kathy and Nancy Norman? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, great. So Kathy's really good friends with Michael also. So, um, oh, oh I, I wanted to read one line from the Daily Words from 1936, yes. which is really key to my life, which is never think of God as withholding your good from you. Because yes. when I was very young, I sat in church and I heard about this potential of going to hell. And for me, I was like, I'm done. Like I made oh, a very early, I was, I was like, was I guess death. I'm done. And then I would just spend a lot of time. I always thought God was very quick to condemn me and withhold from me. And, yes. and I thought, of my, and lately I... I, the thing that saves me is when I'm in self-judgment is go back to principle. It can't be true. Never yeah. think of God as withholding good from you because it's not in the nature of God to do that. It yes. is not even possible for that to happen. And that's why God's will for us is to be happy. Yeah, so proclaiming that's gourmet gets me out of my schlumpiness. It helps me remember I'm a swan like Carl McClellan. And we have a great story for you. Here uh, one is. last thing. Do you, is there anywhere you want people to reach out to you? To connect oh, yeah. with you, Carla. Oh, uh, I'm I'm really easy to reach at Rev Coach Carla on Facebook, uh-huh. or I have a website RevCoachCarla.com. Um, but I mean, you can call me. I think my phone number is there too. Oh, right. good. I love connecting with people, and I especially love praying with. Wow. Um, so right. there you go. Yeah, so maybe if you're out there and you think you're in one of those moments where you're like, ah, God is withholding from me. I'm not. Call Coach Carla. Call Reverend Carla. She'll be happy to pray with you yes. because the beauty. This is for all of us. It's a bit of a selfish enterprise because when someone asks me to pray, I feel so good. Yes. And, like it's so much easier for me in a way to affirm for someone else, and then it boosts me into a higher altitude, and my own problems get put yes. into per- quote problems get into put in perspective. And as you heard on today's episode, that Carla's like 
the CEO of the Hair Club for Men. That's because right. Because she's not just the CEO. She's actually also a, a client. member. Yeah, That's that a means client. She actually lives by this stuff That's and right. has applied it to all sorts of good and bad experiences throughout her life. So yeah. she's, I'm sure she'd be someone great to all connect right. well, with. Well, this is going to make a lot of sense to people that know Carla because little Carla McClellan was always very spiritually attuned. I mean, she's the daughter of Foster McClellan for crying out loud. Of course she's attuned, right? One day... Her Sunday school teacher found her praying profusely alone in the chapel after class. Carla's teacher asked her what she was praying so hard about. Carla was very concerned. I mean, this is a young girl praying alone profusely in a chapel. She's very concerned. And she said, I'm praying for our chickens because their eggs are cursed. Her teacher was very confused. Well, Carla, how do you know that those eggs are cursed? Carla looked up and shared. My mom was planning a party and I heard her tell daddy that they are serving deviled eggs. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's not. Rogers. <laughs> hey guys, why don't you just sing oh, I think all this stress and strife is overrated, don't you? Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> I only that have mic one the guitar there. Ed. What's that? Tilt that mic down if you can. Yeah. Okay, yeah. over here. Yeah. There over we go. Here. Hey, who's Ed? This is Nile. <laughs> no, it's Nile. Who are you talking to Ed? Who's My Ed? bad, Nile. We must put an end to the stress That's and strife. I think I want to live the gourmet life. Gourmet life. These are gourmet times. <laughs> Leave your cares behind. These are gourmet times. Here you go, read us out. Reverend oh. Colin McCollin, we love you. Visit downed.com to find easy links Jeff to everything Indy, we do. We love you, Jumbo Studios. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. These are gourmet times. Leave your cares behind. These are gourmet times. One more time. Okay. Last thing right here. Okay. Gourmet. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.